it would be it would be really dope if we got secret lair spongebob what about doug yeah dude cast lair doug all right cast Ah, real monsters (laughs) cast patty mayonnaise uh trigger etb roger klotz flash in skeeter does skeeter have flash oh skeeter Skeeter definitely definitely has flash obviously has flash (laughs) and haste roger klotz has menace yeah for sure can you imagine like the, the 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 easiest menace secret lair card Dennis. I'm in the business of misery, childless on one resolves. Got a source of a spyglass and its name is Scalding Tongue. It's a matter of time before a carn comes out when you thought you were frying. I breached your record, you out. Waited a long turn, just in case that you free pointed to Trennis Creek. Still had two pay three, two more turns, and my grip grew tighter. Look up at me, you'll see a giant smile. Whoa, you're not gonna get to play, cause I got you where I want you now. Whoa, it was never my intention to play, but you steal all the fun from you now. But God, does it feel so good, cause I got you where I want you now. And if you could, then I know you would. Cause we played against Soko! Bandless updates don't matter cause the format doesn't change Ponder, brainstorm, preordain, I know that'll never change About those cards, supposed to have some counterplay I'm sorry honey, I'm back and putting spears in play There's a million other players who do it just like you Play a bunch of cantrip nonsense until their fingers turn blue They wanted what they want with the TC if you do it right Well I refuse, I refuse, I refuse! Whoa, you're not gonna get to play And I got you where I want you now Whoa, it was never my intention to play Steal all the fun from you now But God, does it feel so good Cause I got you where I want you now And if I did, you know you would Cause we played against so Some prison cards come through, not one of them involving you. See some prison cards go through, not one of them involving. gonna get to play and I got you where I want you now whoa you're not gonna get to play and I got you where I want you now whoa it was never my intention to play I steal all the fun from you now god does it feel so good cause I got you where I want you now and if you could then you know you would cause we played again so Hello and welcome to Eternal Durrells. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Nathan Golia and Phil Blackman. Nate, Phil, how's it going, guys? I mean, it's going okay. I just had the funniest thing happen before we started the podcast, which was that 
I ordered pizza for my kids for dinner and the pizza guy like came all the way to our house, right? Parked in front of our house and then left and then marked the pizza as delivered. And I, so I called the pizza place. I was like, uh, he just like kind of left with our pizza and marked it delivered and like sent me a signed receipt. And they go, well, he, oh, let me call him. They call him. He's like, oh, he forgot your drink. I'd ordered some like special that came with a 20 ounce of Sierra mist. So he goes to the gas station. It was go to the gas station to get your drink. I'm like, oh, you didn't have to do that, but whatever. I used to deliver pizza. I never would have done that. I would have just been like, here's your pizza. I'll go get your drink now. Cause I had very hungry kids anyway. So he, uh, so he goes to the gas station, gets the drink, comes back, delivers the pizza. He got a 20 ounce of seven up. <laughs> that is not Sierra Miss, sir. I don't, it's also not a two liter. And I also like, I don't really care. But I was like, this is even more disappointing now because the kids were so hungry and like the pizza was in the car. I was like, I can see if you've forgotten like one of the pizzas because I got one of those deals where it was like two pizzas and the cheesy bread and the two liter just so I didn't have to like, you know, think too hard about the order. Anyway, poor kid. Should have played around it. Should have played around it. How you doing, Phil? Dude, I am pontificating upon all of the sweet secret layers we could be getting in MTG now. But if you would like a, a pizza related story, I, I can also, I can share. Avoid the Noid, the uh, Avoid the Noid uh, expansion. There oh was, my God. There was one, time, <laughs> one time where I um, tried starting a GoFundMe for a new style of pizza where the crust would just be a giant pineapple ring. <laughs> so you have to find a giant pineapple first and then only use like the largest part of that giant pineapple. Yeah, there's, there, there, the there's there, just, just go, just go to, a lot the, of waste. Uh, go to the store. You can get very would large you put, pineapples. Now, would you put like crust cubes on the pineapple ring? See, that would be the, what you got to do. Well, you, you see, make the crust out of pineapple and then you put crust. Oh, wait, sorry. You make it, build it on a pineapple and then the toppings are crust and ham. What if we? Oh. What if instead of that we do pizza bagels? But instead of bagels, we use dull pineapple rings. Yeah, there you go. You could have just done that, Phil. Maybe. Yeah, I, I I can see now having missed all of these ideas that you guys are throwing out there. Why that uh, GoFundMe failed? Yeah. Um. All right. So we got a lot. We could lot to talk about. First of all, we are attempting to video record this, so maybe you're watching this on video. If you're one of our patrons on Patreon, that's going to be our Patreon perk. Is I'm going to try and make all the podcasts and the videos that we can watch. Think about it like um, but this. But those of you who listen, it's still going to be the same content for now. We might change that down the road. We might add more content. We're not going to deliver less content for free. Get the same, you know, standard Dirtles episodes. But wanted to give something to our patrons. And uh, it was actually Matt Hackbert who was like, I will watch the cast every time. Wow. Hackbert. I'm going to give it. Ha everybody, wants to know, everybody wants to know what I'm having for dinner. It's a little pasta dish that my wife made me right before the cast. There you Hackbert go. Hackbert is getting a front row seat then to this lovely... Uh, fuzzy mink blanket that I am using to to warm my my throat for this cast. <laughs> it, was cold, it was cold today in Texas. It was only it was only fifty five degrees. Yeah, it, it, it was, was warm cold. today in Philly. It was forty six. Yeah, right. <laughs> Listeners, get your mind out of the gutter. Okay, this isn't this isn't the uh, rated R secret lair podcasts. Jason podcast, like Friday the 13th uh, secret layer. Dude, there is going to be a Friday the 13th secret layer. Let's start there because I think that's sort of the big news of the actual day today. And we will talk about legacy and, and what's going on in it in a minute. Um, and also I want to talk a little bit of, well, I guess we could start, we might even start with pre-modern because it'll be a segue from 
the announcements that that came out of Wizards today. The the big, I mean, we won't spend a lot of time on this, but it is funny that they're like basically like, okay, we're just gonna do crossovers now. We're gonna do a Lord of the Rings set, and we're gonna do like Secret Layer Warhammer, which I don't know how that's gonna work. Yeah, I don't even know. Do you either of you guys? Have you guys really played Warhammer? I yeah, I uh, I used to play War. I, I worked in that comic shop in uh, in New Jersey in the early in the late two thousand sorry early two thousands late nineties, and uh, I played Wood Elves. And I played uh, Slanesh Demons, and I played Eldar and Dark Eldar. I don't know what that yeah, I mean. Yeah, none, none of those like are words. Yeah, all those all those are words that can be consonants and vowels that can be put together, right? Is Warhammer the one with the figurines that you paint? Yep. Yes. So that means that if they're going to do Secret Lair right, then the cards are going to come fully designed, but with blank art boxes. Paint by number style. No, yeah. no, no. They'll have like a black and white. And you got to fill it in yourself. Yeah, yeah you do it all yourself. For the I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if these are going to be legal cards. If those are going to be legal, but they're they're saying it's going to be a Lord of the Rings set. Well, if you if you are the painting cards yourself, Lord of the Rings seems insane. If you're painting the cards yourself, you just need to paint the borders black, and then they're legal. Yeah. What what on earth a Lord of the Rings set? First of all, the first thing I thought was there have to have already been like literally hundreds of Lord of the Rings magic sets made by fans, right? There yeah, are probably, they're all sure, for sure. It's Dude, probably the one after Star Wars. Thousands but, of Lord of the Rings sets. Sorry, cards that are probably already snuck into Magic the Gathering, like just from like influence, right? There are so many soul rings, like there's so many different variants of soul ring that if the ring is just a, a soul ring masterpiece or whatever, it's gonna be a huge letdown. You gotta come up with something new. Uh I mean, so I happen to have it on me. Uh I have the Middle Earth card game, the one ring, right here, go. right in front of me. That is, that was not planned. I just happened to always have that on my desk. Because uh, that's how much of a Lord of the Rings fan I am. Um, so, in, and you were in, worried about this. Yeah. Oh, I'm super worried about this. So, in in this game, uh, the it's a whole. This is not a good game. But uh, in this game, uh, it gives your guy uh, plus basically plus five plus five, and um, and uh, you basically are easier to influence by the other players. Cause like the way, the way the game works is like, you're both like the good guys, but like you play, put things into play that are the bad guys. And so your things can like F up the opponent. It's a, it's a bad game, but um, so that, that is a way to do this. But I, I really think that if they're going to do the one ring, um, it should be like an equipment that goes on to you. So as I, ever, man, I don't know. I I think the One Ring is going to be a Mind Slaver variant that only lets you Mind Slaver on the cheap if you're the Monarch. Well, I don't, man, I don't know. I read The Hobbit in sixth grade and I fell asleep halfway through reading The Fellowship of the Ring. I never got into it. Did they disperse the Gatewatch? Is that, is that over? Is that done with? I don't no, know. I, I think it's doing less Gatewatch stuff because everyone hated it. Well, maybe, uh, yeah. maybe the fellowship is how they get it back. But the fellowship is uh, there just... is a gate watch already, by the way, uh, in, in Lord of the, in Lord of the Rings. That would be the five Astari, the wizards. Oh my god, <laughs> this shit is for fucking nerds. It's too easy. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Alatar, uh, who is one of the blue wizards. Uh, Radagast, the brown wizard. Soromon, the white. Uh, later known as Soromon of the many colors. Gandalf the Grey, later known as Gandalf the White, and Palando, the other blue wizard. 
I'm cutting all this, by the way. That, that, <laughs> rat, rat, rattling off those wizards is essentially like the MTG equivalent of if you can name the entire island of Walk Walk Cycle. Yeah, I mean, what do you mean? Like what? nobody knows who the Blue Wizards are. They've never like. Is it's, there a it's cycle? Me and seven other guys. What's the island of Walk Walk Cycle? Like it's lands good, from Arabian Nights. What's up? Lands from Arabian Nights. They're they're lands that have effects that don't produce mana that are part of that cycle. Yeah. So Diamond Maze Valley, Maze of If, <laughs> Bizarre Diamond Bay Valley. Dead, and ooh, ooh, Sorrow's Path. Yeah, it's obviously Sorrow's Path. All the all the stupid lands from Legends, Halls of Mist, <laughs> and Ice Age. Just a bunch of them. We did I mean, it. We did it. That if they do this Lord of the Ring, when they do this Lord of the Rings set, which is they, it's going to be a full set, right? We're going to be able to draft it. Yeah. And whatnot. Um, I mean, it's pretty easy, right? You have you have your orcs, your dwarves, your goblins, your. Uh, elves. It's basically magic already. This magic was, already. I mean, <laughs> this is the like mo- the, the 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 like mother of like a a um. A red wine vinegar that that uh, magic has been distilled from. I it's actually like, don't. Lord mind. of the Rings is like a sourdough starter. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I legit don't mind them using IP that is kind of set in that in the fantasy genre, right? Like, kind of. If 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 you're if you're if <laughs> are you're you trolling me where, right now, Phil? <laughs> what's up? Are you trolling me right now? Kind of set in the fantasy genre. Oh, 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 because I was going to say that, like, for, for furthering my point, if that, like, I, I feel like the reason, I, I don't really care if they branch out into other, uh, other IPs, like, I'm going to continue to play the cards anyway, because it's yeah. mechanically whatever, but the, the there's, there's a, for some reason, I am pulled out of it, if I ever see a character, like, wielding a Glock, right, if you're holding you up, like, vengeance? Day, if you, if, you if, don't like Vengeance? If there's like a character with an assault rifle and and they're like in their artwork and it's just like okay we're going to move to combat I'm like all but right how do like, you feel about about uh, rocket launcher because I'm totally okay with rocket launcher there's there's like it, the, the Godzilla stuff I get because that's like that was like a specialty crafting but they sure. made their own character they they made their own like magic design of it which is just like this weird construct with these weird stuff right but it wasn't straight up like here's a dude with a pistol and it's just there's like no pistols in Lord of the Rings though. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm, I'm cool with them doing the IPs where we're still like, okay, it's about magical staffs and and swords and yeah. you know, not straight up like, let me load load my. Oh bullets. yeah, like I guess the no. best the best example would be uh, Walking Dead, right? <laughs> yeah, the baseball bat with a nail through it that was in Walking well, Dead. Like, like I would I would love if there was uh, like secret lair pro wrestling, but at the same time, <laughs> like. I, I, I like even though that's modern day and real world and not I cast them, the people's elbow. There, there's something just like even if even if you watch fantasy now, like any IP that is making a, a fantasy genre now, with like dragons and whatnot, it's like the second you see a gun, it just removes all of the fantasy, at least for me. I'm like, if you have if you can like shoot fire out of your hands, cool, do that. Don't don't put a don't put a gun on your card because then I'm not going to believe that there are wizards. <laughs> ah, you've there's there's a really great uh, uh, obsessive pop culture disorder where uh, the Daniel O'Brien, the guy who does that, talks about like how how Harry Potter could have ended, and he's just like, "Oh no, Harry, you've pulled out a gun. My secret weakness. No." <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of I get where you're coming from. 
I think there is a little bit of like, well, what's like, okay, so they're, well, Warhammer is going to have some sort of, I don't get, is it mechs? Some no, sort of so like, Warhammer is like space marines and like space elves and like alien style aliens, uh, robots, um, chaos, like, like uh, Cthulhu style, like chaos stuff. And then like corrupted space marines from the chaos. There's like 12 to 15 different factions. So uh, it'll probably just do deal with the Horus heresy. Again, these are consonants and vowels that you guys just like assume, assume exist in some other realm. Uh, my guess is it would deal with the Horus heresy, which is sort of the, the main like storyline that has to do with uh, like chaos versus uh, regular Marines. The Cause the chaos Marines get like corrupted. Secret layer discord records, secret layer, New York hardcore. Oops. Oh man. Versus like, uh, like, uh, what is it? what's the other one? Uh, uh, suicidal tendencies and Black Flag was on uh, SST, right? SST, like, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> what what is I cast Henry Rollins? <laughs> so hobbits will become a tribe. Are there any other tribes that haven't been introduced to magic? That yeah, are? so hobbits is a big one. Uh, tree folk exist, right? Uh, Maiar, which would be like the the five wizards and Sauron. There are no straight up humans in Lord of the Rings. I think there are, yeah, yeah. That's uh, so there are humans, <laughs> and then there Christ. are there are uh, Dunedain, which are like uh, sort of like a, uh, a older race. That's what uh, Aragon is a as a Dunedain. The thing I don't get about the whole thing is that like Lord of the Rings, fine, whole set, eh? Because it's like it's just going to be like Zendikar. We just had that with the traveling party. And the adventure world, like I, that's why so this it, is right? this is what I'm really worried about. Is they again? Okay, I've really only ever read The Hobbit up. and got and I fell asleep half with you. They, they, they can really screw this up if they're not paying a, if they're not paying good attention. And I'm really worried that uh, I, I said this to Roland. I'm really worried that the people in charge of design and that are designing cards are not readers; they're watchers. So like, the, there's a lot of differences between the the movie and, and the problem for me is that like most people won't realize that. Uh, be, and and they'll be fine with it, you know. Secret, secret layer, of The Simpsons. I, I'm going to be the contrarian to you there. Zach. No, wait, wait, wait. No, I want a Simpsons expansion. Um, we'll get to it. I just want to point out. I, th I think that the one thing that Wizards is actually very sharp on is they are very detailed to the absolute nichiest of niche when it comes to niches. I hope. I, I mean, look, I'm. That's I'm not what I heard from anyone that about yeah. Kaladesh. <laughs> that seemed to be a. That seemed oh, to have oh, oh, oh. I'm not talking about like I'm, uh, cultural appropriation. I mean, and all they're not going over the Vedas and Kaladesh, obviously. If they're doing if they're doing a set in an IP. They're going to do like they're going to make things that appeal to the people who appreciate and adore that IP. Like yeah, but the problem the people, the, like the problem with that is though, and they, people love that they put they snuck Lucille as an equipment into the no. The, but like, dude, here's the thing: is like there's two different there's two fully different fandoms in Lord of the Rings. There are people who love the movies and there is nothing wrong with being someone who loves the movies. And then there are people who love the books. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm a books guy. I do like the movies too, but like there is a difference in that lore that, that like the book, the book guys are going to know. And I'm, what I'm worried about is will they care to make those delineations? And Will it even matter? Because most people are fans of fans of the movie more more fans of the movie than the book. Honestly, no, it's going to be a whole set. And so here's what they're going to do: the movies are the mythics, and the books are the commons and uncommons. No, there's just little things like will we get Tom Bombadil? 
Like, that's the question I think a lot of people want to know. Will Tom Bombadil exist? Uh, you guys don't know who Tom Bombadil is because you've only seen the movies, you know? Like, that's important stuff. Like, are we going to find out about this? I mean, I can I, go on. I can I'm a go fan. on. I, I hope Secret they layer, Secret layer, the Kennedy assassination. I mean, this is some gatekeeper shit. I understand that. Like, I hope I hope they follow the movies because if I, I, I have watched the movies. If you open a Tom Bombadil mythic and you're just if, like, that's the same thing as opening like a comet storm. If I if I know anything if I learned anything from the Lord of the Rings trilogy that they're going to put into a Magic the Gathering set it's going to be very good for control players because one thing those movies did is refuse to let the game end. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, and and it's all about the long game, right? Like well, I'm, I'm, get okay. the ring, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for gotta it. Got to get the I, ring I, to the place. You have literally one win condition. Boop. Talk we should talk about decks. I don't know. I, I just um. I, I, I love I this. I want to keep going, man. I I, I, I do. I kind of do because I just thinking of like what other weirdo crossovers. Like, they're like five years out from doing another crossover at this point, probably. Well, think right? about think about like what other. Or they what said other, they're doing like the next they're year. doing the D and D crossover, which I am super psyched for. Like I can't well, wait barely... to be able to to do Magic Missile. I want my delayed blast Fireball. You know, I I want them to reprint. They better reprint Fireball. Dude, I'll like play standard. I don't care. Problem. Like I'm, I love D. I love it. I, could, look at the. I got D and D right behind me here. They could make the one ring, as you said, as an equipment, but you can equip it to your opponent's creatures to mind control them. Well, uh, what would be no, better? Talk, gotta, talk, talk me out of it. Talk me out of it with page 159 of, of book four. That's so brilliant. <laughs> all it would do. So all it would do to like not to like non like immortal creatures is basically turn them invisible. Wow. Layer, yeah, that's all it's always, Secret layer, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Dude, oh, that would be so good. Is so good. I would absolutely <laughs> cast Charlie Day. <laughs> yeah, Charlie. You get like glue as an equipment. You Dude, get, like, come on. Sweet D, 100%. Just like, Patty's you know she's a like a basically land. a Patty's ball is a legendary print. land, but if you like play it, you just like, you can't leave or something. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's all those sorts of things. There's the Star Wars thing, which is going to be hanging up there like a huge meatball because they're squeezing every last cent out of that at Disney and Hasbro. Oh man! Also, Disney not to not wait. to not to uh, again play they're the. Owned by kids the same card. people. Not the only yeah. Not the only uh, not to play the. I also have kids card, um, but like Lego. That's what that's what I'm like. That's going to be something like that. They're going <laughs> to do mean, the Lego. No, like, no what like? But that, they're not just going to do Lego. It'll be like they'll do the Star Wars set, right? Then they'll do the Lego Star Wars set. Then they'll do the MCU set and the Lego MCU set, and then the Lego MCU Star Wars crossover. I just, I just don't know. What are all these cards going to do? What are they going to do? I don't. I, I could know. create right now. We so can start. Weird. I could create an entire Lord of the Rings set. Yeah, you and like right five hundred other people <laughs> in the past thirty years have done that. It's got to be the number one. Maybe Star Wars is number one, but it's got to be the number one fan created set. That's all. Uh, yeah. So actually, probably D and D. Honestly, there's uh, there's probably more D and D related cards. But D and D, I don't want to get into it. There is a D and D state. But Legends was their D and D game, wasn't it? Just D and D game transcribed. Yeah, know. it was. Um, now that we have Wizards of the Coast was group. their D and D group. Now that we have Strixhaven, I really hope that eventually we get the set that is just like Magic the Gathering's Culinary School. Because there's always a war, but I would love to see you know what do what do wizards and elves and goblins make in the kitchen. Oh my god, it's gonna be secret layer, like Rick and Morty. I mean, like Szechuan meat sauce. is back on the menu, boys. Yo, secret layer <laughs> Szechuan sauce would be 
a great, great plug <laughs> if they were doing yeah. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, okay. So another quick thing from this announcement today was that they announced that Hasbro is basically swallowing up Wizards of the Coast, putting into some Wizards and digital games thing. That's why Wizards is getting all this extra attention and money. So they got extra attention because Watson, because during the pandemic, no one's buying toys. No one's Watson buying toys. Watson turned out a twenty four percent year over year increase in revenue. I assume a lot of that is Arena, but the, the like their other IPs lost money, and Magic and D and D made a lot of money. So yeah. like, oh, you you are now our breadwinners. So here's more stuff. Can I can I talk real fast about like the the just insaneness of the D and D uh like. The D and D like uh, financial model, because yes, it doesn't why do you make have sense. An Allen wrench, I, I, dude. There are things on my desk. I don't know this thing. <laughs> so, so here's the thing that's crazy to me about D and D, right? Um, I I like D and D. I don't play it currently, but I have a lot in my life. And, and like growing up, that was my intro to Magic: The Gathering. Was I played D and D first? So D and D, basically, like you only need the player's handbook. And, and you're done. Like you can, you can stop right there and like, you can have just as much fun as anybody else. And sometimes more fun. It's a, it's not a game to like win. It's, it's a game to collaborate with your friends and play. Right. So every 10 years, wizards basically reboots D and D and everybody has to spend like 40 to $50 again. That's crazy to me because that's literally what happens every three months with magic, the gathering, like every three months at worst, Everybody goes to like a pre-release, right? And spends like 50-ish dollars. Okay, my, my theory is that they make a lot of money on like, you know, special D&D dice and like pads guess, and stuff. I guess, man, like the D, the Dungeon Master has to buy the most stuff. Like as a Dungeon Master, you have to buy like, look at this over here. That's all my D&D stuff, right? Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. That's a, And that's not even a lot of stuff. And then I've got some stuff up here too. But like that's... As you also got about 30 magic decks up there too. <laughs> I so, do, right? Yeah. Well, that's the point. Like, you know, that's that's yeah, well, probably, that's, that's that's probably great, way more cumulative money. That's a great money. concept of the point is like, I own 30 magic decks. I own 20-ish D&D books. And like, I only need three. And I probably only use about three at any one point in time. But like as a dungeon master, you buy, you, you can buy everything and, and sort of use it. As a player, like, a good like two thirds of the content out there is not actually for you. It's for the guy running your game. So you don't buy that. Um, you know, it's a classic. This product is not for you in, in, in some ways, you know, like most players are not, do not dungeon master. Uh, in, in, in the RPG world, we have this thing uh, we constantly talk about where you have the good intentions of playing a game uh, with your friends. You have this like idealized version of what you're going to do in your mind. So you buy the game. And I have several several of the of those purchases where you're just like, oh man, I'd like to play, uh, you know, uh, Legend of Five Rings uh, role playing game one day. Well, I'll do that. And and as dungeon masters, we just we just scoop that stuff up. But like, not every player does that. It's crazy to me that like the, the, the just like with no magic, idea, we constantly spend two to three hundred dollars every three months. Like just auto auto. It's not even a big deal if we really even, You don't even think twice. No, not even purchase, that, like that's just what we do. I don't know. The purchase of four Thran turbines after Fortel was released because we talked about it is my version of spending money for an idealized version of reality in my head that is go. just non existent. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Money down like, the drain. Are you going to build a like, rubble deck? I, 
I bought Thran turbines. We were like, oh yeah, this card obviously it's like Soul Ring. It makes it's a one man artifact that makes two men every turn. It's, 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 it's still gotta breakable. Be good. It's still breakable, so you're fine. It's free mana it's, it's every trash. turn. It's, it's always breakable. It's unfortunately trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so after that, let's let's move on to uh, just quickly chat chat about Time Spiral Remastered, which is getting a bunch of spoilers. There's not anything new in the set. It's gonna be or interesting for that matter. Well, yeah, it's like all the old time spiral cards, and then they're making a bunch of old border stuff. I just wanted to say that I think the old border stuff would be some of the old border stuff would be sweet. I didn't know that the I'm quickly realizing that way. everybody just wants stuff in the old borders and they should go back to that uh, that because it was a graphic design fucking uh, win. Like it was the best. It is very interesting that that works. Uh, it, the cards look better though. They've actually managed to kind of screw them up. Because they don't look great with that weird purple expansion. It doesn't look as yeah, good as they it. could look. I hate it. it doesn't look as good as they could look, but it looks better than the new borders. So yeah. whatever. I um I, I still think that it would be fun to put some of that stuff. I, I'm surprised how much pushback. It's like the number one thing that people are arguing about in all the middle school and pre-modern groups online, which is like, are these cards going to be legal in the format? Everyone says yes. no because of blah, blah. But I think it would be cool if they yeah. were. It's like, like, you can run like a. It's just it's like anything else. Like you can run a, turn, you can run a tournament, tournament like that. You know. Yeah, like, I, I, I would again. definitely play that tournament. We'll, we'll see what they. We'll, the whole list gets spoiled. We'll see they, as long it's as like ninety five. Like nobody plays it, but like you, you could can, do you one. Can. You know. Can. They've already. Uh, <laughs> it's cool to me because I didn't realize that they were doing uh, the the retro old old school border, um, but they're also updating old cards that only had old borders into the new frame as well. So, oh, really? so there's a bunch of cards that were only old border that they're printing. They're they're adding a reprint here and doing it in new border. I didn't if you want to play postmodern, there you go. The thing is, is that like that's just modern. They're, yeah, they're, they're, they're not going <laughs> no, to. No, no, like, postmodern is actually a uh, pioneer, right? Them being like, hey, here's some old cards reprinted with the new border. That's just them doing reprints, right? So you can't really market that. But it's interesting that they are doing both. Um, the other thing that they've also done today, today was the first day, uh, we're recording on the first day of uh, spoilers for Time Master, Time Travel Master. The packaging clearly shows Tarmogoyf being reprinted as well. So it'll be interesting. Old Tarmogoyf would be red. Yeah, that's what it's going to be. In the actual, like, actual old border, not t- uh, the, um, what's the original one? Future site. Future, future shift. Side, not the future site border. I think that anything that's old border that's new border that's playable in legacy is going to be the most desired version of that card in dark confidant foil well dark confidant only has the judge foil they reprint it again and as a non-foil i will want it same thing with the chalices like i want the chalices and i've been like thinking like how much do i want to spend on these chalices but i think they'll be expensive i think those cards are actually going to be the the cards from time spiral mastered are not are going to be less expensive than we think because cards that were reprinted on the lit on the um, the list, yeah, whatever that was, the cards that are from the list aren't more. Expensive. But the cards on the list are just in their original borders, so you get like a card from Odyssey in the old border. You don't get a card from Mirrodin in the old border on the list. So this is the only printing of Chalice or a uh, not even uh, Lingering Souls is another card I love, right? Is the only printing of Lingering Souls in the old border. I think that's going to be really desirable if you if the card's playable. Ever. I think, yeah, I think it depends on how playable the card is in EDH. I don't know how I'm just saying. I think that's I don't know. I just I like I like the old border. I want I want more old border 
and um you're right, Zach. It it looked better. It just looked straight up better. I know that there was like there's like lots of good reasons to change the border, but more and more, especially as the printing process has gotten so um, computerized <laughs> over there, it does not look like you know it doesn't really. I don't feel like a, a fancy av- wizard casting powerful spells, man. But yeah, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't come off the same. It just looks weird. Um, but yeah, it's been interesting. I, I will definitely because I think like if they now noble hierarch. Couple of swords, dark confidant. I think that's the list of stuff that's old border. Judge foil. Do you know? If there's anything else? Um, your guy. Hierarch. I My that. guy, really. Oh, you said hierarch. I okay. said hierarch. Bob, hi, Bob, hierarch, <laughs> and a couple of the swords, the mirrored swords. If um, if they give them non-foil treatments, it would be sweet to have a dark confidant or noble hierarch in pre-modern. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Um. So, we're a week out from the bannings in Legacy, and what do you think? How do we feel? I think it's great. It is great. It actually is a lot of fun to play. I've been losing a lot, but it hasn't been the same kind of agonizing misery of losing. And I say I've been losing a lot because I've been trying a lot of goofball decks that I kind of know still aren't good enough, but I'm just trying to see where they are now. The Mardu challenge continues. Yeah, I actually did okay with that. <laughs> I tried to play like tribal elementals that didn't go so well. I tried. My How many Queen Marquesas have you jammed? I have not played a Queen Marquesa yet. Play I, haven't figured, I haven't figured out the mix. Magmatic Chandler. I actually got to make a video of this where I like played a Magmatic Chandler, drew like five cards. It was so good. Just like completely like took over the game. Um, you got to find a way to get Edgar Markov into your command zone. Yeah. That yeah. card is bonkers. Well, yeah, but there's no <laughs> command zone, or there is, and it doesn't matter. You just have to figure out a way to get him there. If you can get Edgar Markov in your command zone, build like a vampire tribal deck, man. You're just jamming. I will say that the card I wish was legal is still Lurus the Dream Den. I think that would be a good card for Legacy. Doesn't seem to have been a big problem in Vintage yet. The one issue that, uh, like, I agree, Lurus, they should unban in Legacy at least to try it out. Uh, the downside, though, is that if they do unban it, I'm obviously going to play it, which means that I'm just never going to be able to cast Jace the Mind Sculptor again, and that's a problem. And that's a funny that's a funny thing I want to talk about, too. So, like, Jace, I, I saw Callum's deck, that Esper control deck. So only one Jace. I think I've oh, had yeah. one Jace come down against me, and I just beat it, like, immediately. It's just not good. Callum's deck was 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 really cool. He played He played a bunch of Esper cards, but he was also, like... All of the highlights that I saw of his deck in action was all on the on the card that also needs to just get the axe, but it's not going to, and that's Teferi Time Rabbler. That card is an absolute piece of shit nightmare that needs to just get the hell out of here. Well, I want to be careful about talking about more bands. I'm not really worried about it yet. I've had Uro cast against me, and, and, and I've beaten it. But that was Uro, that... Uro has like the actual constraint now of uh, mana restrictions. Costing two colors? Like, like, costing dub green... <laughs> is, is yeah. really steep, and you can actually play against that. Like, you can port people, you can wasteland people. Like, there's like having double forest in your deck is a huge cost. Getting four mana to... and then having, du- like, two two specific of two colors is tough. One yeah. of the decks, yeah, one of the decks I beat was, like, a Yorion control deck with Euro and Abundant Growth. I think I actually had a Lurin. And, and it's like, you, because there's no good removal in blue or green, you are priced, really, into a third color which stresses yeah. the green count really highly. Well, I just think it's because you're not getting a bunch of free cards off of Oko because like Oko takes, Oko did everything you needed it to do. 
and you would have a hand of seven cards and be casting Uro. But the times I've, a lot of times I've seen Uro come out, I mean, I've won against it. I've still lost because it's a very good card, but I've played it against it a couple times in leagues and it just is different when they're only drawing off the top of their deck because they've exhausted all the resources and now they're trying to pull out of it with Uro, but it's still, it's still a two turn seven mana investment to get it to actually stick. And your opponent is also drawing cards. The you difference know. too is that a- Astrolabe, the removal of Astrolabe actually gave Uro texture. Yeah. Which it didn't have before because Astrolabe removed all that because, yeah. <laughs> it, you know. Yeah, they were like, not everything, they, they can't just, I mean, someone played Abundant Growth against me, but that's not a great, that's not a good card. No, yeah, I mean, again, to, to play something like Abundant Growth, you have to make a concession, right? There's a concession to your deck. Though. You're playing Urion, right? That was the Urion deck, right? It's the Urion deck, yep. Yeah, yeah, had to be. Um, I'm trying to think of what, what else I played against that I thought was, you know, interesting. Um, I, I didn't, I don't know. I, I played against a few, like, you know, people just trying to find their way, but it, there is just, it is so different. It is so different without Oko. It is so different. I don't even know how, I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it other than the fact that I feel like I don't have no cards in my hand and my opponent has seven. You I think if I mean? they reprinted Lotus Cobra in the old border, I would try to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it's going to happen, dude. You can get the uh, the the new new border Lotus Cobra for for the cheap. New oh yeah, new, new new Lotus Cobra is like three bucks or whatever. But if yeah. they printed it, if they printed it with the old border, with the OG art, would you play Mister Plow? Oh yeah, you're definitely you're definitely trying to go uh, Lotus Cobra into Uro into Plow under it. Right? Yeah, I think so. Mister Plow. Mister. Plow, that's his name. That name again is Mr. Plow. Wait, was that the name of a deck with Plow under? That sounds awesome. Yeah. I got Lee, my Lee made that. I got my Wada hundreds. I'm ready to plow. Lee, Lee did that in uh, modern, I believe. I think Plow Plow under is legal in modern, like eighth edition or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's in like ninth edition. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, Lee, Lee made like a mist, uh, a deck he called Mr. Plow, and it was like not great, but like hilarious because you just it's so rude. There is a Mr. Plow in standard. There's the Colossal Plow. We need an instant speed plow under. You, your opponent brainstorms. You're like, in response, plow you. Quick, quicken plow quicken. under. Uh, primal command does one card. I don't think they would ever make that primal. Primal command an instant? Oh, no, it's a sorcery. Never mind. I was wrong. I thought it was an instant. I thought all the commands were instants. No, no, no. Primal command was made in like, what, 2007? <laughs> they, 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 they yeah, we'll go with they, that. They didn't power creep green cards back in 2007, bro. They didn't. You're right. Um, yeah, there's no chance that effect exists at instant speed. Anyway, I've had a lot of fun. I've had a lot of fun. I played some. I played some. You know, Dega decks. I played. Uh, tried some Phoenix stuff. I tried Elementals. Um, and I won. And I was winning games and matches. But I'm just like finishing like two. And nowadays would be one green green instant. Uh, Nate, just Uh-oh. heads up. You froze. Okay, there he is. Yep, I'm back. And he's back. My internet connection is unstable. You want to know a card that I found recently, which is insane to me? I mean, it's total trash because there's nothing you can do with it. But I was like, wow, I didn't even know that this card exists. And it would be insanely powerful if they had anything to go along with it. There is, uh, I have to look up what the name is. But there's a sorcery for black that just says tutor a mercenary card from your deck. That's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Single black, tutor a mercenary card. So I saw that. I was like, a one-mana tutor? Well, I got to look up every mercenary that exists now. Turns out the best one, the best mercenary that exists is like 
the 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 four mana three threes that get goblins and merfolk. I was gonna say, is it the uh, uh, the like thing that's on the front of the pack of like uh, Mercadia masks? Yeah, it's. I mean, every it gets every shapeshifter or whatever, every changeling, every changeling. Yeah. So if there's a change, if if your deck revolves around a changeling, then you have you have eight copies uh, in your deck there. Um, let's see, mana equals B search. We're gonna find the name of this card. Oops. Just the just tutor uh, look up cards with mercenary in its text that cost black. Katarin summons. Oh my cat's trying to get in. Kitty. She loves to come down and like paw up my window. Kitty, 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 kitty. I can't let her in because we're recording. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I'm gonna let her in. Your, cat, your cat's like, I'm gonna meow at you. So uh real quick on the Lord of the Rings thing, just just for more street cred. This is my wedding ring. Yeah. You're not going to come in after all that? It, Intentional. Precious. Intentional. <laughs> there you go. Catarin um, summons. Yes. A mercenary card. Is it a mercenary creature card? Nope, it's not. So uh, type changeling minus type creature. So you could get any of those tribal, like, you could get, like, the plus three, minus three card. Oh, it's, yeah, Changeling's not a type. Yes, you can get a... Um, Twisted... You can get a Crypt something. Swap. You can get... You can get Nameless, nameless Inversion. inversion. Yeah. Nameless yeah. Inversion, that's what it is. There you go. That's pretty cool. This Maskwood Nexus is a four-mana... Uh, four-mana... Um, Artifact from Kaldheim that says creatures you control every creature type. So it's turn one. Nah, never mind. Um, <laughs> you could do that though. If you wanted to, if you wanted to use Catter and Summons. Is there a card that lets you hack? Like magical Actually, you hack? guys bit there you go. Magical hack? Is there a magical hack for creature types? No. Change. He's gonna look it up. Change the type. Oh, that's not gonna work. Uh, you imagine nope. like really just fucking with your opponent's like uh, uh, cavern of souls. Oh, that could be great. Change the text. You think that's still the change the text of color word, basic land type. It'd be sick, but the, I I positive that one does not exist. No, I think you're right. I'm just I'm just checking. I mean, it sounds like a thing they would have made. Yeah, no, like there it's... is one. Artificial evolution, blue instant. Change the text of target spell or permanent by replacing all instances of one creature type with a number another. The new creature what type. What set be... is that from? Onslaught. What? There's a homerid <laughs> wearing like a like a robe on it. Yeah, that is some fucking unglued shit right card. there. Only the homerids and robes were changing creature type text cards. Yeah, definitely. Oops. Homerid Shaman is like, all right, I got one for you guys. What do you think is going on with this thing? Hold on, I'm going to put it on the screen. It's so weird to me that they did homerids and cephalids. Oh, no, I can't do that. Like, ba back in the oh, day. Oh, I'm sorry. It's a cephalid, yeah, right? Because it's an onslaught. Well. Crabman and Octopus Man are not the same thing, Phil. I mean, I I you would bigot. 
like they had a perfect opportunity to go back to homorids and cephalids in Ikoria, and they just didn't. We got right? an octopus. Yeah, they just they just made them. Whatever. All right. I don't know. We got a we got we got a nice episode here. Do you guys want to uh, keep going? We have anything else to talk about? Phil, what have you been playing on Magic uh, on 90s Magic? So the the last uh, I played a uh, Bant Miracles list that was trying to exploit for Uro. And, and it was essentially that? a list that had the shell of Miracle good cards and then was slanting itself to turbo an Uro. Uh, and it was very good. The, the like if the there is a weakness, right? The double green. I don't know why my internet is so bad. It paid off for it. Did everyone get blurry but me? Nope, just me. Just you. Yeah. Only you got blurry. I'm sorry. But yeah, I, I, I think that like there's there, there's definitely more room to explore with Uro other than just like throwing it in as a good card. I think there are um there are likely more builds that revolve around the game plan being specifically Uro as as like the thing you want to be doing and you want to do it hard and turboing it uh because it's just so overwhelmingly dominant in fair matchups and it has enough utility in that it's always just going to be able to draw you cards and you don't need um, much else because it's so resilient. So I literally played a deck. I played a deck that was four Uro, two Jace, and those are my only win conditions. And the cards that I was playing alongside it was I wasn't playing two Forest. I was playing a Life from the Loam uh, package so I could recur green sources if I was hit. Um, but what I also did was in the sideboard... I played a pull from Eternity to combat my opponent's surgical extractions. That's good tech. It goes right to your graveyard, right? So you can just cast Sweet it from tech. there. Oh my god, that's so stupid. Oh, I need to read that. So, so you put an arrow in the yard, they surgical it, you pull from Eternity back to the graveyard and just continue doing your thing. Oh, then you snap. Nice surgical, Eternity. noob. <laughs> yeah, nice surgical. Pull, and they pull that. Pull it from Eternity. That's actually pretty smart. I don't know. I didn't think arrow was that it didn't it's not like the only thing you can do like it was before though i do think that there's more there's more stuff going on in general and i don't think the green blue deck i think it's be. cool yeah i think it's a good format i played um i played a junk version of my fiend artisan deck and um even i don't think i think i beat an earl with that i think it might have been actually the uh yorion thing the thing that i've been doing with that deck that i did not think was going to be good but it turned out to be was just Charming Prince Renegade Rallier with um, Wasteland. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, like I ramp on turn one, play a Renegade Rallier, get my land back. Then it's like, you know, get the Fiend Artisan, get the get the uh, Charming Prince, get the Wasteland back. It's pretty brutal. It's pretty sweet. Um, so far, at least. I, didn't, I don't know. But I do think you're right. I think I just have to add infinite combo to it, which was probably going to end up being um, Spike Feeder and... Uh, what uh what's the name of that guy hey, you strike me as the guy who would love to go uro trigger on the stack put a land into play ephemerate the uro uro again and just keep going just the keep thing going. is though you don't have to do any it doesn't do anything for you it doesn't it just, well, it just it like lets you 
you keep drawing cards. Just play all of the one mana flicker effects with your Uro and then draw your deck. I don't deck. think that's a terrible idea, honestly. It's not a terrible idea. It's definitely not a terrible idea. It's just that kind of like, because Uro is itself such a dominating board presence, it's not like you're not, because like Renegade Rallyer and Charming Prince are not dominating on the board. They're like small ball, right? Yeah. And Uro is just like, well, why would I screw around with this? I'll just put it into play. <laughs> you know, like so stifling, playing- stifling the Uro is just as good as ephemerating it because they probably aren't going to bolt it. So, so Nate, how are you playing? How are you playing Renegade Rally or Charming Prince, and you haven't played Seagate Stormcaller Neoform into Heliod Suncrowned Spike Feeder? I just haven't gotten that far yet. I have so many deck ideas that I haven't. So, I haven't. I haven't played Bizarre Trade Mage yet. I haven't done um, a lot of Bizarre things. Trade Mage is a trap. I have tried so goddamn hard with that thing. It is a trap. It's, so I have. I have a legit question because I haven't gotten to play in the last week. Uh, Format still still slower? Or are we talking like you know, are we talking like a turn seven format? Or are we talking like uh like a turn four format? Like what, what are we looking at here? It depends. I think the, the, the magic color, all, there's so many decks now. The three color Delver decks are considerably slower. Um like your 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 best every every Delver deck has different um games beyond like the delver package but the delver package is still your like the best thing you can be doing is still delver on turn one days waste you sure right? nothing's okay. gonna be better than that every other everything beyond that is just like do you want to lose to chalice or do you want to lose to punishing fire so i guess <laughs> i guess then my question is uh because I, I i i've been looking at getting back into magic online is how viable is in fact totally viable I think right i think it's perfectly fine yeah, yeah. totally i haven't gonna, tried it yet maybe i will I'm gonna I'm gonna get in there and, Might be and, time. and and jam some games for the next week. Might be time for a little Project Swordfish again. <laughs> so true names, true names in the sideboard of the infect no. deck. Oh no, yeah. Don't, yeah, 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 don't get out of here with your true names in the sideboard. <laughs> that is that's that we're past that. You Uro in the sideboard. That's actually probably correct. You probably just play Uro. Island, of course it's correct. Yeah, and you just put a bunch of crap in the graveyard because you're constantly you know giant growth in your guys. Um, yeah, there's some, there's some, a lot of good, a lot of good cards have been printed. That's the thing I keep going back to. It's like, I think I, I did a thing where I, I looked at every three drop that had been, le- that was legal, that was new, you know, since, since War of the Spark that you just couldn't even try, you know. Dude, and there's a collected company deck now because there's so many stupid three drops. Yeah, I know. That collected company deck with Hull Breacher and stuff. I will say, okay, so I don't want to, again, I'm not, I'm not going to start talking about bands yet. I am going to say like what I think are what I think are the most powerful strategies. Very three. Just get it out of here. I haven't seen one yet, though, so I can't really say for certain. I think the Dark Depths decks are really, really good. And I think uh, those Urza Echo Breacher decks are, like, crazy good. Like, in a way where I'm sort of like, ah, uh, geez, these are, these are, hopefully they don't get too out of control because they're both very frustrating at times. I find Dark Depths to be exceedingly frustrating to play against. Just because, yeah. like, <laughs> it's like they can, like, play, like, if they have one of the combo pieces, they only need to resolve one spell the rest of the game, you know? Dude, uh, Dark Depths was the original Snow snow Deck. Yeah, right. Yeah, Snow Depths, or you know, they could have called it that. could have called it Snow Lane. It, it should have been Snow this whole time. The, the, the early days of Depths were playing, uh, what is it, Into the North? Tutor up a Snowland? Yeah. It's like you thought sees them, you can't do anything. You have counter spells, they just make land drops, you can't do anything. You have a wasteland that they just like, you know, they can thought seize it or they can needle it. Like it just kind of it just kind of sucks. It's like they play like one spell and make a 2020. 
Like, well, they care about they country. care about they they care a, exactly about one axis, right? Yeah. So yeah. they're going to do just... their entire deck is about protecting that axis. Yeah. Um, I beat a card out of the reanimator deck that makes you the monarch when it comes into play and is an 8 8 and gives all your stuff hexproof. Yeah, Dawnglade Regent. Yeah. That card is so good. Like, it is why so aren't good. people? It is good. People should just be playing. You remember the oh, the natural order days of where people would just be playing like their noble hierarchs and their tarmogoyfs and just put a progen into play? That thing might be cut better progens, than progen this. Put in the Dawnglade Regents. Um, I, Dawn I, I didn't beat it. I didn't beat it. I thought I was going to beat it. Because I thought I was going to beat it because I had a wasteland for their only black source, and I thought I was going to waste them off black. And uh, then I had a plan to get it off the table. I forget what it was. Don't oh, I was going to take the monarch. I was going to take the monarch, but I couldn't take them off the monarch because I couldn't waste them off black because they put an Elish Norn into play after that. So now all their lands were hexproof, and they had a hexproof Elish Norn. See, that's that was how I lost to it. Dongblade Region is like. Avacyn, That's a stupidly good card. It's like Avacyn Angel of Hope, but like better, right? Because it draws a card and giving your entire board hexproof is better than giving your entire board indestructible. Yeah, I think I I, I agree. Yeah, I mean, because like a boy, who who plays Wrath of God? And it's an I mean I mean your boy plays Terminus, but also Dawnblade <laughs> is an eight eight. It's just an eight eight. It's an eight eight. Yeah, it's an eight eight. So you I, draw a card. It's an eight eight that draws a card. I got this in the mail today from December fourth, and I don't know, man. I want I want to play it. Is that the, I don't the even know. bunch of Cascades guy? Yeah, yeah. Apex Devastator. I I ordered this in at the beginning of December when I moved into this apartment, and it just arrived today. Dude, you 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 missed the opportunity to cascade profitably. Cascade, <laughs> no, 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 cascade, because that, cascade, that, that, is that card that card's in in legacy leagues now, Zach. Because oh, it's yeah? in like green cloud post decks, and they just cascade. Well, how much does it cost? It costs ten. It costs ten. Two and they eight. cascade into Uro, or uh, not Uro. Um, Why not? Ugin, cascade Ugin. into Uro. No, they cascade into Ugin. <laughs> it's just like they play it. They cascade four times, and it's like an, and like one of them's an Ugin. <laughs> it's just crazy. Good yeah, enough. That card. That card is in Legacy Leagues right now. It is currently being played in Legacy. So there you go. You should um, play it with uh, the the card they ban, Aether Flux Reservoir, right? Like. Just uh, do that, hit this, and then like cascade yeah, then four times. Cast good. Aether Flux Reservoirs. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And then put in Aether Flux Reservoir and Ugin. God, I can't play no it. other permanents except for Aether Flux Reservoir. <laughs> cascade into the four Aether Flux and combo out. And and this. Like you'll get four of these and four Aether Flux, and it's like, there you go. You're done. And you just find it. <laughs> I still think that deck's waiting to be built in Legacy. It's just, it might just be a might too slow. But, Which one? Uh, the like just an energy energy it deck. Could, it could it could you know all it all it's gonna take is one more energy set. I wonder if they'll do it. I wonder if they'll make it'll it. It'll be Lord of the Rings set, by the way. Oh oh oh! <laughs> we're talking, you're talking about Aetherworks Marvel. Mm. What do we say? I was I talking about Aether Aether Flux, Flux Reservoir, Reservoir, which Reservoir, is the totally different card. Oh, you yeah. gain that's a life from the card in the Pay fifty to dome them. Yeah yeah, yeah. fifty. That's that's the card that made uh. What is it? Uh, oh man, it's a card from uh, uh, Ice Age. Limduls, not it's like Limduls Hex or something. Uh, Limduls Hex, Sigil or like Sigil Limdul. Hold, Hold on, on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find this before you can look it up. Hold on, I know was, I know where it is. Was Limdul a Planeswalker? Yeah, hell yeah, it was. Not Dude, why haven't they given that guy a, a Planeswalker in any of the Commander products? He uh, technically 
Uh, he's a uh, he, he's a legend. He he like they printed him. You talk about Limdul's vault? No, not Limdul's vault. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Give me a second. It's weird to me that Limdul's vault is an instant and not a, a land or an artifact. Oh, I'm sorry, Leshrac sigil. Oh, Leshrac sigil. So this card, Leshrac sigil, uh, became playable in EDH because of Kirk and uh, what's it called the. Uh, oh, because it gives you infinite storm. Yeah, well, you have to have like 27 life if you want to get it to go. Good thing you started. <laughs> but four. you can, but you can win if you have 27 life. Oh my god, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. So you pay silly. four, you bounce a Lestrax sigil, you pay another four, you put it into play, and you gain yep. one life. You pay four, you bring it back, you pay another four, you gain two life. You get to a point where it like evens out finally, like, and you're just yeah, like, ha ha ha, so... I got you. That's oh, so you, yeah, okay, it's literally that's like this is, a, this is a Wait, CDH deck. Holy shit, you get infinite mana and then cast your deck? <laughs> yeah, not even. Yeah. Technically, yes, but if there's any colorless mana symbols in your spells, you can't cast them. Why would you do that? You're we're, we're playing Infernal Contract. You're going to play Blood Celebrant. Well, first of all, Aetherflux Reservoir has given us uh, colorless mana. Um, that's so funny. So just because it gave you Infinite Storm. I was like, what, do you use Magical Hack it to something? I'm still on the Magical Hack thing. <laughs> Look at this art. This art is so great on Leshrac Sigil. Oh, dude! It's some of the some of the best. It says like sixteen, nineteen. I'll, I'll bring I'll bring it up for the for the camera for the people. Mm, yeah, here. see if I can make this shrinky dink enough to be visible. There we go. Look how freaking cool that is. There you go. I'm gonna bring it over too. There you go. What is that? See my, my bookmarks. Dude, Drew Tucker, Drew Tucker, a literal god. Yeah, the one of the best, one of the all-time greatest. Well, I think it's that time, guys. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta pack it in. A I can bit. go on for another two or three hours about, about the Lord of the Rings set. I'm ready. For, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for <laughs> all. Like, I want more companions. If I we want, get, I want more, more, more IPs. If I we want... get plus $100 on Patreon, I will do a three-hour cast all by myself just talking about Lord of the Rings, guys. Make go. it happen. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Have a good night, everyone. Or week. Whatever it is. Have a good one.